What's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome back to the Bigger in Dallas podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Bell, and today we're going to get into all of our week three coverage for the Seattle Seahawks game. Cowboys travel to Seattle. The game will be on Fox at 425 p.m. Eastern time in America's Game of the Week. It's going to be a great one. I think there's a lot of great matchups this weekend with a lot of quarterback matchups. You got Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. And I think this one is right up there with the rest of them. Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson, who are both top five in passing yards heading into this game. So we got a lot to get into. I'm going to take you through the injury report, stats coming into the game, some keys to the game. And then, of course, my prediction heading into this game. But I do need to apologize for last week. So last week, I did not make a a preview for the Atlanta Falcons game, nor did I do a review of the Atlanta Falcons game. My bad. Last week was a really busy week, but I'm back this week. Uh, It's just a shame because this is the freaking Bigger in Dallas podcast. And of course, I did not make a review after a big comeback win for the Dallas Cowboys against the Atlanta Falcons. So I do want to touch on that a little bit. It was a wild game. That game had a little bit of everything, a little bit of things I've never seen before. You have four fumbles in the first quarter, almost five if, if Pollard would have let go of the ball a little sooner, but he was down. Two by our best players that we lost. Elliott had two. One he got back. It was just a it was just a rough go around. Two fourth down plays. Incomplete pass with our punter. We run the ball on fourth and five. We go for two early instead of later at the end of the game. Andy Dalton got a pass attempt in there. Then we had Julio dropped a big pass that that saved us. That game was wild. And then the craziest thing was the onside kick, one I'd never seen before, off the tee, kind of just twirling and twirling and twirling across the 10-yard mark. And uh, the Cowboys recovered, and we drove down the field. Also, at the end of the game last week, not trying to get closer for the field goal. They were comfortable with Zerloin kicking a 40-yarder. It was just a wild, wild game. But it was a lot of fun to watch, so I do need to apologize for not making a podcast before or after that one. But there's a lot of things I saw in that game that will translate into what I'm looking forward to this week. So before we get started, make sure you follow me on Instagram. That is the platform where I post all content, injury reports, injured players, the game of the week, the news, Cowboys news. You can find everything on my Instagram at Big N Dallas on Instagram. Make sure you follow, share with your friends, subscribe to this podcast. It's on Spotify for sure, but you can find it anywhere else. And the link is in my bio on Instagram at Big N Dallas. Make sure you do that and share with all your Cowboys fans, man. We're going to take this thing bigger and bigger. So yeah, so let's get into this big week three matchup. So the Cowboys got a few players on the injury list. Cheeto didn't practice the last couple of days. Trayvon Diggs has a shoulder injury. Demarcus Lawrence has a knee slash non-injury, so we don't know what's going on there. And then Tyron Smith, obviously his neck is a game-time decision. So I think the only one we will really miss this week is Cheeto. Hopefully Tyron can go, but if not, the offensive line didn't look too bad in the second half without him there. So we'll see how that plans out. Seahawks have a host of players on the injury list. I saw Metcalf on there. A lot of players, like up to 20 almost. But most of them are probably going to go, so I won't look too much into that. It's just a little banged up. You know, you don't get a preseason. Guys get a little banged up a lot easier this year. So I think the only big player that that will be missing in this game is Cheeto as far as the Cowboys go, not including those players that are already on IR. 
and done for the season. So some key stats coming into this game, man. Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott are both looking good. Top five in passing yards. Both of them. Russ is actually five, but Dak is, is number three right now with 716 yards. So they're going to shoot. This is going to be a shootout. I think they're going to let it rip, which I love to see. And uh, who doesn't love offense? This is going to be an offensive game, believe it or not. Both of these teams' pass rushes are weak. Cowboys' defense gets moved on pretty easily. But Seattle has given up a lot on their end, too. So they don't get much pressure. The Cowboys are second in yards per game on offense. And the Seahawks' defense is dead last in yards per game. So I think we can already agree on what the Cowboys can take advantage of heading into this matchup. Also, there was a tweet out there by John Machota. He writes for The Athletic. He writes, he's a Dallas Cowboys beat writer for The Athletic. You can check him out on Twitter. Cowboys have 41 plays of 10 or plus yards, 10 or more yards. That is most in the NFL. So that's that's a big time stat right there. And then on the other side of that, Seattle has given up 47 plays of 10 or more yards. That is worse than the NFL. So like I said, there's a clear opportunity for the Cowboys to take advantage of the Seattle Seahawks defense. Will they do it? I don't know, but hopefully they do. I think we saw uh, glimpses of it in the second half, but I'll get into that when I talk about the keys of the game. Another interesting stat is Russell Wilson has nine TDs already in two games and just one interception. Now, Dak, on the other hand, hasn't thrown an interception in his last six games, so he's been really protecting the ball. Last week, he... Made NFL history, only quarterback ever to throw for 400 yards and have three rushing TDs in NFL history. So that was big time stat by Dak. I think he's proven that he can do it all with limited weapons on the offensive line last week, down by 20. He showed that he can be the type of quarterback that the Cowboys need to propel themselves to contenders in this league. So it was a lot of fun to see, a lot of interesting things. But the Seattle Seahawks also look really good, man. They could score with any of them. So I saw last week, I was looking at the Seattle Seahawks and Patriots game, and Russell Wilson is not afraid to let it rip to his guys, any of them. So we have to be prepared. They took some deep shots against Gilmore. Metcalf even scored on Gilmore. So I'm a little worried about that, considering Cheeto won't be playing. Trayvon Diggs is a little banged up. But I see that the Cowboys really, really trust Trayvon. I saw him a couple times one-on-one with Julio and Calvin Ridley last week. He almost gave up a bomb to Julio that probably would have sealed the game last week, but we got away with one there. But I like that they're trusting the young kid, and I think he's showing that he can be our best defensive player in the back end. One thing that the Cowboys defense needs to do is get pressure, which has not been something that they've been able to do. I think they should start sending Jalen Smith on more blitzes. If they send him on more blitzes, we can hopefully get at Russ, but it seems too conservative. And also, I saw a comment that Jalen Smith talked about simplifying the game plan for the defense. So before it was too plain, now we're disguising stuff is too complicated. I just think that's a really bad look. I think he shouldn't have said that publicly. It, it just goes to show that he's not or that he's struggling with learning the playbook. And at this point in his career, he has not looked great. He had one good year, him and Van Der Esch. In my opinion, he's been regressing. He's just too quick. The play-action pass really draws him in because he's really aggressive, and then he has a hard time getting back in coverage. And he's pretty much only good on stretch run plays. Anything up the middle, he's just washed. I see the offensive linemen climb up to the backers, and they get all up in his chest. So I'm not confident about our defense heading into this game. Offensively, though, 
I think we could do more of what we used to do by running the ball, killing the clock, keeping it away from Russell Wilson. But McCarthy has already said they want to score and they want to score fast. So I'm totally fine with that. Scoring points is another way to win the game. The more points you score, the better chance you have of winning. And I think the Cowboys can do that. They they found a way to, even down 20, to keep Zeke involved while still getting all other players involved. A big-time player last week was Dalton Schultz. He had 10 targets, 8 catches, 88 yards. He played pretty well in a touchdown. So I like what I'm seeing. I think C.D. Lamb led us in receiving yards last week. He had 100. Coop had 100. The Cowboys' offense can be fast and firing on all cylinders. So there's just some key players to watch are those guys for the Cowboys on offense. But also the pass rush. We need to see what Demarcus Lawrence is doing. That man got paid $105 million and has no sacks in two games against very stature-in-the-pocket quarterbacks. He needs to be a better pass rusher. We paid him too much money. We got him help, and he has not been producing in the last two years. Last season, he finished with five sacks, while Robert Quinn had the most sacks on the team. And this year, he has no sacks in two games against very non-mobile quarterbacks. So I think he's going to have a hard time this week against Russell Wilson, who always seems to be able to move the pocket. Hopefully, he can pick it up. Hopefully, he can get some pressure. Hopefully, him, Everson Griffin, and Alden Smith can get a couple sacks on Russell or make him get rid of the ball in places where he doesn't want to, dumping it off short, and we come up and make the tackle. Because I think that's where Jalen Smith is good at, coming up and making tackles in the past game. Not very good in coverage, not very good on inside run plays, but very good in coming up and making the tackle. So that's the key for the Cowboys defensively, is try to get some pressure, try to keep Russell in the pocket, and then try to make all the tackles where we can. The back end is going to struggle all game long. And that is why I'm worried about it, because the way I saw Seattle attacking Stephon Gilmore and the McCourty twins back there last week with all their weapons, they're not afraid to let it rip. They're not afraid to let Russell do his thing. He started off, he threw a pick six, he came out, and he threw five touchdowns. Like, Russ is playing like a man on a mission, a man that wants the respect that he has not been given. That offense with Chris Carson has been running the ball well, but they have really use the pass as a mechanism more than they have before. So they're really trusting Russell Wilson more than I've ever seen them trust him before. And I think he is taking full advantage of what all defenses are giving him at this point. So I think we have to be good on against the run, which we have not been, and then hopefully get some pressure on Russell to make him make the hard throws to his receivers deep downfield because Trayvon Diggs is going to be struggling back there. No Cheeto. Our safety position is weak. Pressure is going to be the name of the game, and we haven't been able to do that yet. So if you ask me, I'm not confident going to this game. But another key, another big key in this game is coaching. Now, there's no doubt that I think Seahawks have better coaching headed into this game. I really do like McCarthy. I do. But I just question some of his ideals. So it's fourth and five. Last week, we run the fake punt, but we run it up the middle. I get it to start the fourth quarter. I get it earlier in the game, we threw the ball, so you didn't want to do that again. But running it up the gut on fourth and five on a punt, fake punt, fourth and five, if it's fourth and one, fourth and two, okay, but fourth and five, you know how hard it is to get five yards on the ground in the NFL, especially on a fake punt? 
We'd have been better off keeping the offense out there and going for it, if you ask me, and, and getting it to Belton Schultz or C.D. Lamb, who were on fire at that point in the game. And also, the, the going for the two earlier, I just, me personally, I take the field goal so you know you're down by eight, and then we just got to get the ball back and go for two next time. It prolongs your chances. You don't get it, now it's harder to get two possessions in that short amount of time. You kick the field goal, you only need one possession. You only need one stop. But we had to get two stops or a stop and an onside kick. You wouldn't have to worry about that if you would have took the two, kicked it to the other team. Hopefully the defense gets a stop. You know what you need to do. Drive down the field, get a touchdown, and go and go for two. And we would have we would have been fine. I think they made it a lot harder last week than it had to be. Now, we miraculously pulled it off, so I guess I can't question it. But there's just certain things that McCarthy does that I'm just not very fond of. I get going for it on fourth down earlier in the game. You're down 17. You need some momentum. I'm okay with that. But I don't like starting the game off with two runs to Tony Pollard. You can blame that on Kellen Moore, I guess. But these are things that McCarthy is approving. And I get he's trying to be more analytic and analytics-driven. But you have to do it smart. Like, I, analytics can't be the end-all, be-all. And yes, they, they measure analytics based on the total season and not as, as one game. So I get it. But the more you go for it in a game and the more it doesn't work out, it just doesn't seem right. So we went for it on two and didn't get it. We went for it on two fourth downs, didn't get it. I haven't seen us really be successful going for it on fourth down in these two games. Like, it has not been a good outing for us. I actually think the Cowboys have they have five fourth down attempts and only converted on one. That's 20%. That, and that's just in two games. So hopefully that gets better. I know the coaching on Seattle side is a lot better. They they're going to they're going to scheme guys open. They're going to go for it smart the right way, an unpredictable way cuz they always do direct snap, run to the outside on a punt maybe if they had to go for it on fourth down. The kicking game is going to be important. I think both teams will be able to move the ball, but I think the field goals made are going to be the difference maker in this one. I originally had the score at 35-28. I'm not going to tell you which way, but then I was like, that's just too plain. Nobody's going to score five and four touchdowns. There's going to be a field goal in an NFL game. It's very rare. NFL games have no field goals made or kicked so the final score will be 30 35 I'll tell you who wins in a little bit some key players on Seattle side obviously Metcalf Jamal Adams I think I think the Cowboys will have to attack him in coverage he is really good against the run so Zeke when he gets to that second level he's going to have to make things happen lower his shoulder they're going to be banging heads all game long but I think Jamal Adams in coverage is not as good as Jamal Adams against the run and down in the box. So, and the Cow and the, the the Seattle Seahawks defensive backs are not that great. Quandre Diggs and Shaquem Griffin or Shaquille Griffin. I'm, I can't remember which one is which. We can take advantage of him with all of our weapons: Ceedee Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Amari Cooper. But I think Michael Gallup has to get more involved. Man, he's. CD and Coop had nine targets each last week. Don Schultz had 10 targets. And we just don't really get Michael Gallup involved. Yeah, he's he's involved on our biggest plays. So week one, it was the offensive PI that would have won us the game. 
And then week two is the big play where he got his butt inbounds when he threw it deep down the left sideline. So we love to get him involved when it matters most, but why not get him involved all throughout the game? I know there's a bevy of weapons for the Cowboys, but they need to take advantage of each and every one of them. I think Michael Gallup is a significant piece of this offense, and I think the more he's involved, the better chance we have early. If the Cowboys are going to win this game, for those of you that watched last week, if the Cowboys are going to win this game, it has to look like the third quarter against Atlanta from start to finish. In that third quarter, the Cowboys came out, scored, got a stop, scored again. Two quick touchdowns with still about five minutes remaining in the third. They scored two quick touchdowns to Atlanta zero, 14 to nothing in that third quarter. That's how the offense has to move. That's what McCarthy has in mind. He says he wants to score and score fast. Well, that third quarter, it has to be like that. It has to be Bam, Ball, CeeDee Lamb, Don Schultz, Coop, Zeke, CeeDee Lamb, Don Schultz, Zeke, Coop, whatever the rotation is going to be, that's how it has to be. And it has to be moving at a fast pace. I've noticed that the Cowboys, when they go up-tempo, they're pretty unstoppable. And that's what we saw in that third quarter. So if they want to come out, go up-tempo, because we've had slow starts these last two games. We need to start fast and keep that momentum throughout the game. Keep Zeke involved. Let him wear the defense down. But while we still move the chains with our run after the catch receivers in Coop and Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, and now Dalton Schultz, who, by the way, a lot of people were saying Blake Jarwin was going to hurt us. I saw no difference between the two. I was nervous when he was thrusted into the, the lineup against the Rams. He did not look good, Dalton Schultz. He had a lot of drop passes, but... He really moved the ball well last week. He really moved around well. Besides the fumble, he was really catching the ball, turning up field. And I think he's a lot like Blake Jarwin. So there's not as much drop-off there as I initially thought there would be. And I think that really bodes well for the Cowboys moving forward. Now, without Tyron, I think we'll be fine because the Seattle Seahawks don't get a pass rush. But like I said, there has to be up-tempo, has to be fast-paced. And it has to be a lot like that third quarter against Atlanta. Defense has to get stops one way or another. I don't know how they're going to do it. Even if they bend and don't break, I'm fine with that. Field goals, okay. Field goals do not add up to touchdowns. Seven is better than three every time. So if the Cowboys can do that, we're fine. But I just don't think I don't think they'll be consistent enough throughout the game. And it's going to bite them because Seattle see the Seattle offense won't miss. And here's what I mean by that. They're going to take shots downfield. They're going to play action, and our backers are going to draw in, and they're going to throw it deep over the top against our really, really shaky secondary. And that offense is going to be able to do whatever they want. They're going to run up the gut with Chris Carson. They're going to let Russell move a little bit and run. Their offense is going to look how we want our offense to look, like more Russell running and like we would like to see Dak run, which he did a little bit last week, more play action and let it rip to DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And they're gonna be they're gonna be a big play offense against us. And they don't have to travel this week. I think Cowboys are coming off an emotional win. I think they'll be competitive. I think the Cowboys do figure it out on offense just because the Seattle's pass rush and Seattle's defense is really bad. The Cowboys do figure it out on offense. They do. It just won't be enough to win because they won't be able to get stops against Russell Wilson. Our pass rush is just as bad. Russell Wilson is the better quarterback in this game, unfortunately. I hate to say it. 
And the coaching is better on the Seattle Seahawks side of the ball, too. So the offense is going to move up and down the field on our defense, who's always look gassed, always look tired. And the faster we're scoring, the more they're going to be out there and the more chances Russell has at scoring. So Seattle Seahawks win 35 to 30. It's going to be a nail biter. It's going to be a lot like Cam and the Patriots versus Seattle Seahawks. I don't think it'll come down to the last play, but Seattle Seahawks win this one. And hopefully the Cowboys bounce back next week. I do think... Their schedule gets a whole lot easier after this game. So, And I had them starting off 0-3. I had them starting off 0-3, losing to all three teams, which they very well could have lost last week, and they happened to pull back that comeback. But I had them losing to all three, the, the Rams, Atlanta, and Seattle. But like I said, it gets better. Our next four games, I have them as Ws. So they'll take that out this week, and then it's Cleveland at home. And we'll see how that plans out. Cleveland plays Washington this week, so if you want to get an early watch on that game, see how they look, see how Baker looks against that pass rush, it'll be a good game to watch, I think, and it'll be good to see how our division pans out this week. So, other games in our division, Burrow and Carson Wentz, which Carson Wentz must win that game. That is embarrassing to lose to Burrow, so we'll see how that pans out. And then the Giants play the beat-up San Francisco 49ers, which... I think they'll actually have a chance at winning that game. So all of our division loses this week except for the Giants and the Eagles, the both own two teams, and we'll all be tied. All be tied heading into week four to wrap up wrap up the first quarter of the season. I hope the Cowboys pull off this big win. I love being wrong. Last week was a fun week for me. My heart was racing. I love being wrong when I picked them to lose. So I hope they come up with a big win because everything's bigger in Dallas. But regardless, we'll be back next week and I'll do a review for you guys to follow this one. But before I go, don't forget, subscribe, follow on Instagram at Big in Dallas. Send me suggestions. You can also send in questions via Anchor. So if you go to Spotify, there's a link that'll let you send in questions to ask me that I can drop your voice message into this podcast hear your question, answer it for everybody on the podcast. So if you really want to engage with me, that's the best way to do it. And um, we'll keep this thing going next week. So I'll let you guys know and I'll give you my review of the game and hopefully the Cowboys win, man. So have fun this Sunday. Enjoy the game. I'm out of here.